It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, it's Rusty. What's up, everyone? It is Monday morning here, September something or other. I don't know. I don't know what the date is. September 18th, 2023, episode 469. Getting there in the numbers. So thank you everyone for being here on the Public Access Podcast. The podcast here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGEBN. And I'm your host, Rusty Diamond. And thank you everyone again for being here. And today... I'm just going to get right into it. It's Monday morning. We're getting to go an hour earlier than normal, which is awesome. I don't have to wait around till 10 in the morning. Be up for five hours before I start doing the podcast. Someone else on the West? No, not West Coast. The East Coast as well. So I will get right into it. Jeez, I haven't even gotten to uh, whatever to... I guess I need coffee. I haven't had coffee yet this morning, so maybe that's what's going on. So let's get right into it. My special guest is right here and right now, and my special guest right here right now is Bob Gonzalez. And Bob, how are you doing here? Hi, Rusty. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm just fine. Thanks. Good. See, so you're down in Florida? Yes, sir. All right. I'm okay. The, I'm in How's, the northern panhandle. In the northern panhandle. Okay. So, uh, what? Okay. So, you're in the northern panhandle. So, like, as far as Florida goes, uh, as not geographically, but as far as, uh, Florida stories, where, where does that put you? Uh, of, uh, People from Florida. Uh, if, does that make sense? Am I, am I saying that the correct way? Is like uh, Florida has very many interesting stories of people from Florida um, all the time. Uh, where where is the Panhandle? Do a lot of the people come from the Panhandle, or are they more from other parts of the state? Or uh, do you know? Yeah. Well, the the. Um... The uh, other part of the state, the peninsula part, is um, more populated by far. Most of the bigger cities are down there, Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville, Tampa. Okay. Uh, um, the panhandle has um, – Pan I'm between Panama City and Pensacola. All right. And I'm actually so – and a lot of people don't know this. I'm in the central time zone. The time zone changes right around Tallahassee. Oh, I would have never guessed that that, that in Florida yeah. there is a yeah. central time zone. Yeah, we're almost as far west as Chicago here in Pensacola. Whoa. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's that's incredible. Okay. I would have yeah. never guessed. Okay. Wow. So I learned yeah. something new. Florida has uh yeah. time zones. So yeah. okay, so what what brought you down there? Was it the fishing? The Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, the, the beauty of the area, I grew up in Pennsylvania where um, winters were long and cold. 
and I used to travel to Florida every spring because I played baseball, you know, uh, we used to come here every spring for training. And uh, it was just after one of those springs, after being down here in 70 degree weather, then going back to the forties that I said, you know what, I have to make this a year round thing. So <laughs> I came down here and I decided to stay. And this area here, this particular area in the panhandle was so beautiful that, uh, that this is the area I wanted to come to. And so, yeah, I, I feel you on that one. The, the warmer weather has been definitely something I've been chasing and, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't blame you one bit. And so you were playing baseball. Uh were you playing like what, what like college baseball or something or what what were you? Yeah. Yeah, it was college baseball. I used to play for a university called East Stroudsburg. Is it that's in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. And then uh yeah, just couldn't uh what was there a while that you stayed up there after college or was as soon as college was done you were Right down Pretty much as soon as it was done, I hightailed it down here and <laughs> and I stayed. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, I, a- I opened up a small business and then um, I started to get into fishing because the area where I'm at is known as the world's luckiest fishing village. And fishing is a way of life here, you know. So I started getting into the fishing. And after about 15 years of being out on the water, I had a lot of stories I thought people would enjoy. And I turned it into a book. And uh, this is the cover of the book. A flicker awesome. in the water. Okay. Yeah. So what well, what was the business before that that you had going before you got into fishing full time? Where well, you're just it's still going. It was it's still going. Okay. It was a soft pretzel store. We make uh, hand rolled pretzels. So not only do you get you fish, but you also uh make pretzels. Yes, sir. So I uh, is the uh the soft pretzel is that is that a Pennsylvania thing? Am I am I right on that? Is that where they came from? Actually, yeah, they, that's where they originated. Was in Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. that's All a good right. one. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like my soft pretzels very much. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you just so is that? Uh, how do those two connect? Or how I guess how do those three? How does the fishing, the writing, and the pretzels? How do they all connect? Well, the pretzels were something that started in Pennsylvania and they were beginning to expand to other parts and the country back then. So Florida was still um, brand new to it. So I opened that and then um, I happened to be in the area that was known for fishing. And after a couple of years of doing the pretzels, I started getting into the fishing. And then many years after that, even after I stopped fishing for a while, I decided to write the book. And so uh, let's see. So then what, what kind of fish are down there? Oh, we got all kinds. We got um, groupers and snappers and amberjacks. Uh, and th- those are the fish you usually catch on the bottom when you're bottom fishing, meaning you drop your bait all the way down to the bottom. It's anywhere from 100 to 300 feet of water. And you, you just wow. reel them on up. And then um, we also have a lot of the offshore sport fish like mahi-mahi and wahoo and marlin and swordfish and those kind of things. A lot of sharks, so- too, around here. Yeah. Yeah. That that keeping you you busy then? Are, are you oh, yeah. out mostly most of the day of fishing? Is that what's going on? Like when you wake up normally you're out fishing or Yeah, or you can go pretty a, much a from hobby? It's a hobby now. Uh when I was really into it, we would go from sunrise to sunset and sometimes uh we would stay out overnight. Um oh, well. 
that's when I used to have a boat. But uh, right now, I just usually go with friends or I charter a boat. Uh, I just went this past Saturday, and uh, I'm going again on Wednesday. What'd you catch on Saturday? We caught some snappers and some uh, king mackerel and, and some bonitos, they call them. <laughs> do you do the, the cooking and preparing of them, or do you, do you leave it to someone else? Or are, are you the I, guy who – or do you, do you even eat fish? Oh, yeah, I love fish. Okay. I do a little of both. I do sometimes I cook them, and sometimes I take them to a restaurant, and they'll cook them for you. Oh, okay. That's cool. So you, yeah. They'll, uh, is, that, is that common down there? Um, oh, yeah. If you bring your own fish in, they'll cook it for you? Yeah. Yeah, it's really common. It, it, most of the charter people do that. What kind of uh, restaurant do you like taking it to, to if you're going to do that? Some of the local restaurants here will do it. There's one called AJ's and another one called Beauchamp's. And uh, they'll usually do them for you. How do they like to prepare it? However you, you ask them. They can fry it. They can uh, broil it. They grill it, blacken it, uh, bread it. You know, sometimes they make trays with like five or six different types of fish and of one fish. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's yeah. one, one hell of a fish right there. And yeah. So then, uh, so then you, you're you're gathering all these stories. And you decide to write a book. Uh, was someone suggesting that you write a book, or was that something you came up with? Or no, I pretty much came up with it. I just knew that uh, when I was writing it, it was my way of still being out on the water, and I got to relive all those old tales, and it felt great doing it. It was like a release for me from being in my in my head to on the paper. <laughs> What what got you off of the boat and, and on to land for a bit? Was it just the, well, was it the cost um, of it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the fuel prices and, you know, restrictions on the fish you could catch and that sort of thing. Um, that uh, that made it, uh, you know, pretty cost prohibitive. <laughs> sure. And hmm. so then uh, so then when you're writing, what were you doing? Were you writing – like writing it down beforehand and that, or were you just, uh, you know, sitting at a typewriter or a computer? Were you writing stuff on bar napkins? Were you using a chisel <laughs> and a stone or what? It was what just, was uh, I was writing sometimes onto the computer and sometimes right onto my phone, you know, like the word docs, I was just, and it was flowing like the water coming out of a water faucet. <laughs> it just kept coming out gushing. <laughs> So, so then you got it all out. Then, so then you had to go and kind of get it, uh, like uh, in some sort of, I, I don't know. So, uh, get it into the right order and get it. Uh, I, I yeah, it gets edited it. and formatted, and, uh, and there we go. Yeah, yeah, and it took about a year to write the whole thing from start to finish, from the time I started it to the final product. And I got help along the way, too. I used a publisher that um, that did a lot of this stuff for you. The writing was mine, but some of the um, – they helped me with the proofreading and the editing and, and the formatting and things like that. How many times did you have to go back and forth between you and the publisher uh, as far as, like, the first time you handed in till the time you got to your, your me, final? For me, it, it wasn't that long because um, my book is not, you know, one of those – 
those huge novels that take for <laughs> a long time with a lot of thousand pages. Mine's only 150 pages. So the process was kind of quick, but still, even the little book like that, it still took like a year though. So if you want to get it right, it it's better to take your time too. It, uh, in the end, you'll be glad you did and you know, you'll be happy with your product. Are you transitioning more to writing now as opposed to fishing or uh, pretzel making, or are they all still kind of in balance or what's, what's kind of next with that? Well, there's kind of imbalance. Uh, I'm still doing a little bit of all of them. I'd like to maybe get um, fishing more again. Uh, uh, that's always fun. And um, yeah. maybe I'll write another book uh, about baseball or something here coming up in the next year or two. So are you around uh, – is there spring training camps up in the Panhandle, or do you have to go further uh, down in the state for that? You have to go further down in the state. I don't think they have any here in the Panhandle. Okay. Do you, so do you yeah. do that then when spring training comes around? or? I guess well, sometimes still pretty, I, I, pretty yeah. I, I sometimes if I'm down there, I'll uh, I'll catch a spring training game. The Minnesota Twins and the Boston Red Sox train uh, near the, uh, Fort Myers. Oh, okay. So if I'm down there, in the Fort Myers, Naples area, I'll catch in some of those games. And then, mm. so then, are you like following college games or anything? Are Are you going to? Are there any ones that are local to where you are? Any uh, or any baseball teams around there or summer league? There's minor minor league teams. Minor league teams. Yeah. Are, are you going to those games a lot? Uh, once in a while I'll go. The Pensacola Blue Wahoos play in Pensacola. They're like the local okay. team here. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. There's been some. Uh, those minor league games have been pretty wild. Have uh, Have you heard of the uh, Savannah Bananas? Yeah. Yeah. I. So I just heard about them recently. I saw there was uh they did a tour yeah. this last summer and and they were sold out uh like the whole tour like within like every single city they went to. They did a whole bunch up here in New England and um they kind of went all over but they were sold out everywhere and like they sold out uh the the stadium here in Hartford um on like on a, on a tuesday night which was pretty pretty impressive it's it's kind of an interesting game it's not it's it's kind of uh i don't know to, to baseball purists it's kind of tough to watch but uh you know for the, the average fan to come through and be able to see that it's pretty yeah different kind of a game there but um uh, yeah, it was it was something uh, just kind of caught my eye, and um, so then with with your your book writing, are you if you're starting one about baseball? So there's been a lot of so I, I've gotten into this with other authors. Uh, so with you know, with AI help and stuff, is that anything that, where, where are you with that? Uh, you know, you know I, I really don't know anything about that AI stuff. I mean, I have a hard enough time keeping up with the internet with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with, with all the, as it is, you know, it's uh, AI right. is just another step for me that I haven't even gotten into it yet at all. 
Yeah, well, if you can write, who needs who needs AI then? You know. Yeah, I'm a postage stamp guy and um and a pen and paper kind of guy. You know. Perfect. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's it's a lost art, and uh, yeah, you know, there's a. That was something else. So I I spoke to some people who have done books. Uh, one of them, he was. Uh, let's see. He he was captured, and he was like, uh, it wasn't a war thing, but he was, uh, held hostage. He was a hostage somewhere, and he wrote a whole bunch of letters back home, and that ended up being how his book was, and. Uh, but then I I don't know because he still had all these, but he transferred them into you know into words like into like on the computer. Um, do you, have you ever thought of doing something since you're, uh, you know, writing with a pen and paper is sort of a lost art? Would you ever think about doing some sort of book with? you know writing about yeah or you know just taking the page as it is written out with your handwriting and making that into a book or would you be pretty set on having it uh written out on the computer since it seems like you write better on the computer or your phone or was it yeah just something it has to, to be about? the computer or the phone if i wrote it out nobody would be able to read it <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that seems to happen a lot uh, with, with the writing. Uh, that, that, that's how it'd be for me. I, I don't think anyone could ever read what I wrote. I had a friend suggest that to me uh, when I was, yeah, I when I used to write a lot and I used to do a lot of comedy and stuff, I had all the stuff written down. But yeah, nobody would be able to read it except for me. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, what can you do? But so, uh, yeah. so then, so what position did you play when you're playing baseball? Well, I was an outfielder, first baseman. Okay. So, that, so you either, cause yeah, the, the, the outfielder usually has to have a good arm, but at first base, you don't really need as good of an arm. Was there a reason? Did you go to first base because something happened to your arm or did you, were you playing first base and then went out to the outfield or how'd that come about? Well, I'm a left-handed thrower. So, and you can only uh, play first base or outfield or unless you pitch and okay, I wasn't a pitcher. That, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you probably got to save your arm, not being a pitcher to save, uh, save your yeah. shoulder. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Then yeah, you can, it'd be hard to be a, a left-handed uh, shortstop or, or third yeah. baseman <laughs> trying to yeah. trying to do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So so then you, if you yeah, if you write a book about baseball, is it going to be uh about you or is it going to be about baseball in general or or what, what do you think uh, more ta tales of the uh, of baseball or you know, tales of your, your baseball time or, or what were you thinking on that? It'll probably be about uh, the major league franchises and maybe I'll cover a history of them, but I'll put them in a, in a unique way. 
What are you thinking? I'll write the history of like uh, the different franchises and how they came about and what makes them stand out during their history, that kind of stuff. Uh, so what, what's your team or who's your team? Well, when I was growing up, I liked the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, but now I, I root for the Tampa Bay Rays because uh, I just like the way they do things. They're always on, you know, compared to the bigger teams, they, they are underfunded. They don't have as big stars on their payroll, but they compete every year. In fact, th yeah. this year they made the playoffs for the fifth straight year, and the Yankees and the Red Sox came in last. So <laughs> that's a great year. That's a great yeah. year any year. Yeah. Uh, the the one thing about Pittsburgh that is really cool is all their sports teams all have the same colors, which is I think the Man. only uh, the only city any sports city where all the teams have the same colors. Mm -hmm. So you can go and wear you wear your your penguins gear to a pirates game or you know where yeah. uh, well. or uh, you know bring your mm. your terrible towel for the steelers and have that yeah uh, wherever and yeah um, yeah that was pretty cool and i i don't know why i never picked up on that before it was just some random mm. factoid i came across and so uh so do you so when you go fishing do you take people out when you charter boats do you take them out and are you like the fishing guide or are you uh are you along for the ride along for the ride or what we go with friends most of the time uh we were a private boat so we didn't really do charter for hire but um, oh, okay when i go on a charter boat we go with friends yeah mm. just get to yeah. be out in the sun and yeah live the good life yeah excellent well um so where uh where can people buy your book or find you to i i have it in my notes but uh you know get it on on audio as well well um my book is on uh amazon and barnes and noble or pretty much anywhere books are sold you can get them online or you can order them through the your bookstore uh, a flicker in the water. And then I have a website here. I'll show you a cover of the book again. It's uh, flickerinthewater.com. There's a lot of cool stuff on that website too that's not in the book. Yeah. So, and you can order it right from there too, flickerinthewater.com. Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, Bob, thank you so much for being on and uh, really got to enjoy talking with you. And yeah, I'll make sure everyone uh, is out buying your book. So, um, yeah, thank you again, and uh, yeah, get out in the water and go have a good rest of your day, all right? All right, Rusty, thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right, bye. All right, Bob Gonzalez. So, yeah, you guys, go out, buy his boat. If you're down there in Florida, go out and go on a uh, boat with him. Take him out fishing. Call up Bob uh, and say, Bob, you want to go fishing? Take him out. I think he'd like that. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't like that? So thank you everyone so much for listening here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. I'm your host, Rusty Diamond, and that is the show. Man, boom!
It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>